Welcome to this week's episode of Tune In with Dr. Monica and Melissa. We are here with you to talk about something really beautiful and exciting to me. Before we do, if you haven't met us before, I am a wellness practitioner out in the Finger Lakes. Monica is longevity professional out in California. And we met years ago as this beautiful health and healing journey began here in the Finger Lakes where Monica was living long ago. Hopefully one day you return. So this week, what we want to talk to you about is the concept of our energetic body. So when we move beyond our physical body and we move beyond our mental body, our emotional body, what is the energetic body? And Monica, I know this is something that we could probably talk about forever. This is a topic that has been coming up for me very deeply lately. I spend a lot of time helping people with their physical bodies. I work holistically with their physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual selves. But having my foundation be a doctor of physical therapy, a yoga teacher, a CFR practitioner, an Ayurvedic wellness counselor, these things that work with tangible physical parts of ourselves, food, physical body, nervous system, there's a lot of focus on the physical part. And a belief that I have and something I've been looking into more lately and bringing into practice with clients as I move through it myself is the dysfunction, the injury, the things that fall out of harmony in our physical bodies. If you follow it back, and this may challenge some of you listeners who haven't looked at this a lot. If you follow that thread back, it is coming from the energetic self. The reason this is an important thing to recognize is because we spend so much of our day-to-day focus on health. We all only have so many minutes in the day to help ourselves, to exercise, to eat food, to think, to to move our bodies in general, to, to stretch, to meditate, to do all these things. There's 24 hours in a day. We put a lot of attention in that space around our physical body and the food that we take in. And with things like social media, there is even more attention on that lately. And I'm not saying that it's not important. It is important. And what's tremendously important is to pull it back to the deeper layer, which is our energetic body, the thing that breathes us. If you if you track back in your system, you're breathing, right? Where you're not thinking about your breathing, but everybody who's listening to this right now is breathing. And if you're holding your breath, you're going to breathe in a moment and you're going to inhale and you're going to exhale and your heart is going to continue to beat. But where is that coming from? What's causing you to breathe? What's causing your heart to start beating? What caused your heart to start beating in the first place? There's an energetic self that underlies this physical form that we have. And if we don't focus on the health of our energetic self, we are allowing such greater potential for disharmony in our physical self that is incredibly preventable by putting more of our attention in our energetic bodies. I already can feel the hands getting raised and going up and asking, okay, what the heck are you talking about? How do I address my energetic body? There's many ways. The most simple way 
is to take time every single day to allow yourself to sit with yourself without any distractions. You don't have to have any meditation practice or breathwork practice or anything like that. It's literally the attention that you can give yourself at a soul level without any distraction. That could mean sitting outside on a bench, getting your morning sunlight, but without listening to music and without playing a podcast and without reading a book or talking to your partner or children. It could mean taking a few minutes before bed at night to just sit with yourself and feel what's going on and to be open to the messages that come in. Melissa, I'm going to let you come into this and and explain your thoughts on this because I feel like I could go on for a bit and I want to make sure that we have your perception and information and wisdom in here as well. Well, two things I'm thinking about right now. One, as you know, I've been on an incredible healing journey this past uh, couple years, but specifically the last six months with chronic hives. And so when we talk about tracing something back that presents physically, tracing it back to an energetic thread or components, if you will, some sort of disharmony, I could do that in so many different ways. But the easiest way for me to see this was in working with different types of practitioners. I could go to the dermatologist and I could get my prescription for hydroxyzine and take that at night and watch the hives go away at night. And that's lovely. I could listen to my doctor about taking baking soda baths and do that and, you know, help the hives symptoms, right? I could take my herbal formula from my Chinese medicine doctor and watch the hives go away and beautiful. But I also could get on a Zoom for an hour and a half with an energy healer out of Louisiana and be clearer than in any of the other instances just from practicing energy healing from thousands of miles away on my energetic body. That's how my brain started to understand the real connection and how I was continuously still seeking to attend to symptoms. And what I really needed to do was begin to work diligently with my energy, right? And in Kundalini yoga, which I teach, that is the essence of what we do. We're working with this energy in our body that quite often lies dormant until we really activate or move it through our body. And so we're, we're working with the physical body and working with physical exercises or kriyas, and we're working through the mental body because, you know, through these practices, we certainly come up against our subconscious edges and we feel the emotions arise, frustration, irritation, all of the things. So we work with the mental body and, and then we begin to get into the more subtle, the actual subtle body, the energy of it. We work with the pranic body, the breath and how the breath relates to our energy and our energetic self. And through these practices, what I've been able to realize is that When I am fully present in my body and I can tune myself into the energy of love and joy and peace, which my physical body has a memory of, I know what that feels like in my body. And so when I can tune into that, these physical symptoms go away and just dissipate. Isn't that fascinating? Because we've spent our entire lives, most of us being taught how to tune in primarily to our mental body. That's what governs us. 
And so when we show up, even in your hands, Monica, it's gone far beyond when the physical body was like screaming, right? Because we haven't tuned into that in so long that, you know, the mental body is the one experiencing the pain going like, please fix this. And I just find it entirely fascinating because when we have practices that we can engage in on a regular basis, when we can really tune into those practices, then we, in essence, kind of break that cycle and, and have a different frame of reference. So then, so then it does become that very simple practice you were talking about. So sitting for a few minutes every day, just being in touch with yourself, not being plugged into anything else and, and not requiring, like you said, that formal meditation practice or formal breathwork practice, but just sit with your own energy. The, the sheer act of remembering that this is part of who we are, is our essence. How do we tune into that? How do we check in daily? Because when we check in daily, we begin to discover and uncover and recover where that disharmony may lie and where something doesn't sit or feel quite right or when we are fully in alignment. But until we have practices to be able to do that, you know, that we're able to fully tune in and, and tap into, you know, that magic. So those are just a few of my thoughts. <laughs> I think it could be important for the listeners to just go back to basics here a little bit and remember that this is a truth. I mean, this is in all the science. Everything is energy. Everything has a vibrational frequency. Every, even the solid things. We know this from science in middle school. It's a bunch of atoms vibrating at a particular frequency that make up the state of matter that exists, whether it's air, whether it's a rock, whether it's a piece of wood or a protein smoothie, everything has a specific vibrational frequency. Everything is energy. Your physical body actually is completely made up of energy vibrating at a particular frequency. Everything has its own frequency, and that frequency can change depending on the state of the thing that you're looking at. Your liver can vibrate at a particular frequency when it's in harmony and a different frequency when it's out of harmony. And we have tools that can look at these things. But if you start to tune into them yourself, you don't need a lot of these other tools. The tools are more aggressive. They can bring things back into harmony. But let's say that you don't have access to those tools or you don't haven't learned any of those tools and you want to start tomorrow morning starting to learn and sense your own system. All you need to do is get quiet and open up your senses, not just, not your ears, your senses to listen to the messages coming in. And this is something I have seen with basically every single client I have ever worked with, including myself, is that we start to get what I call the whispers. Your system will start to whisper to you what you need. And those whispers, if it's not something you want to change, are super easy to ignore. And your system will whisper again, you know, maybe you need to take a day off from work. Maybe you're working yourself too hard. Maybe you're not exercising enough. Maybe you're exercising too much. Maybe you shouldn't have that meal from McDonald's and you'll get a whisper. You'll sense it and your mind will probably override it or not, or you're practiced and you listen to the whispers right away. But those, those whispers are one of the most important things 
you can start to train your conscious self to tune into because it's your body, it's your energetic being telling you exactly what you need. All pathology starts in our energetic self. When the whisper becomes talking and you continue to ignore it, and then it becomes yelling and you continue to ignore it, and then it becomes your energetic body literally hitting you in the head by a two by four, that's injury. That's when you throw your lower back out. That's when you get an actual diagnosis of something that is wrong in your body. That's when you get cancer. That's when you get a torn tendon. Your body's been whispering probably for a, quite a while and you haven't listened, 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 listened until it's so loud that it manifests in your physical body and you no longer can ignore it. Now you need to address it. But imagine if you started to be able to catch those things in the whispering phase, the treatment, the reversal, the giving to yourself and able, being able to receive what you actually need is so much easier. But we have to value ourselves enough to choose to listen when it's not an extravagant dysfunction, when it is something that's quiet and subtle in our system that is starting to go out of harmony we have to be able to choose. We have to choose to choose to do something about it at that point. The level of health that is accessible, if you can start to train yourself to listen to those whispers instead of the screaming or the two by four across your head, your ability to stay healthy and to have your system be super harmonious is extraordinary. And it comes in the way of taking care of your energetic body first or as much as you choose to take care of your physical body. What we're capable of is extraordinary if we, if we choose to do that, if we make time to do that. And if we can have a global shift in that direction, our consciousness as humanity can expand greatly, vastly versus where we are at right now. We can rise much higher. We can raise the vibration of ourselves as a human species much further than where we're at right now. But it takes that choice, that decision to give attention to our energetic selves much more than we than many of us currently are. I remember years ago, the beginning of starting to make that choice on a daily basis. And it's just like, practicing self-care it's necessary but as luxurious as it sounds it's not easy in the beginning it's no. quite very challenging and and confrontational because we meet ourselves and to the extent that we've been ignoring any of the whispers which most of us have in some capacity in some area of our life whether it's our relationship or our career or our friendships, the people around us not being the right people in the next stage of our life, whatever it might be, when we begin to truly tune in, life starts to shift in so many beautiful and potent ways. But once again, as I've said on previous episodes, beautiful doesn't mean it's not messy. Change is always challenging. 
But what we can both promise you, everyone who's listening, is that if you are someone who needs to make that shift or you make that choice on a daily basis to tune into you, to listen to that energetic body, it is worth it. And you do have someone in your circle whose hands are on your back and it's me and it's Dr. Monica. So keep coming back to that, knowing that there are people out there in the world who support these shifts and changes that we need to make in our lives so that we can live our very best life right now. And by the way, I'm going to change that phrase anyways, living your favorite life right now. Yes, I'm so over <laughs> live your best life now. It implies that, you know, that somehow the one that we're living isn't adequate. When we tune into ourselves, all of the other things come into alignment. We're better humans. We're able to be present with the people that we love in more meaningful ways. We're able to do our work with greater purpose. And the bigger shifts that may or may not be required on your path because of the amount of tuning out the whispers become more apparent and easier and the resources show up to help make those shifts. So long story short, looking back on when I began tuning into the whispers and when I started to make some massive shifts in my life, you know, I, I left a 10 year career in finance. I transitioned right into yoga teacher training at the time. I remember pulling over on the side of the road, having a conversation with Monica about this, because it was like, once I went away to one weekend of yoga teacher training, there were some things that I just could not unknow. All of that began simply by starting to tune in and to listen and to stop ignoring the whispers. So Monica, I don't know if you have a particular practice you would like to leave everyone with today to tune in a little bit more. Yeah. So simple. Let's leave it super, super simple. And this goes along with my philosophy behind how to create a new habit. Two minutes and only two minutes. If you've never done this before, spend two minutes on yourself, commit to it every single morning. No distractions. You're just going to sit, close your eyes and breathe. No specific breathing practice. Just don't stop breathing and just be with yourself for two minutes every single day and listen for the whispers. Beautiful. Thank you to everyone who tuned in with us today and we'll be back.